All right. The problem is that uh, it's not yet, not quite com- comparable. Oh, Me, dummy, it's still not similar. We are at the very last line on Davzayin of Bays. Me, dummy, how can you compare this? It's not the same thing as what Ula's talking about over there. Okay? Me, dummy, little Ula. It's not similar to Ula. Why? Tenach, because it does make sense. the you're right, but it depends which iser comes on first. Okay, let's in order to understand this, you sort of have to visualize that. Let's give you, let's give these people some names, and uh, then it might help a little bit. So you have Reuven, um, and Reuven um, marries uh, Rachel. Okay, and that's uh, that's that's a story. So he married, and then Shimon went ahead and married Leah, Rachel's sister. Okay, that's Achos Isha. Okay, what happened before um, before Leah married Leah? What was the standing Isser to Rachel? Well, that was his Eishazach. Okay, that was his brother, his his sister-in-law, his brother's wife. She is his brother's wife, and she's already prohibited. She had, the first prohibition is the brother's wife. Now he went ahead and married the sister. So now, in addition, she's also an Achosisha as well. She's his wife's sister also. That's the secondary issue. Then I kind of hear it. He's saying, "Teinach." It makes sense. Then the migud ishtri isreishasach. Once the first sister is falling off, which is the isreishasach, because Reuven dies, ishtri nami isre achosisha. Then the achosisha isre will fall off as well. Once we are taking right, because the first isre knocks off with it the secondary isre. That kind of makes sense. But if the living brother was married first to Leah, Shimon married Leah first. So Rachel is already Aser as his wife's sister. And then um, uh, Reuven decided to marry Rachel. Right? Um, the Isra of Achosisha was there first. And so if anything, there's, we should not be able to say hold the Ishtari Ishtari because you need the the opening, the first, the first one. one that that's once that comes off, it takes off everything else that's on top of it. But uh, that's the idea. Real estate, sure. Yeah, I understand. Secondary mortgage, third mortgage. The first mortgage falls off, all the other one drops. The second mortgage falls off, the first one still stays. Correct. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. That's exactly so what he's talking about. I never realized that marriage was like mortgage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's all business. It's all business. We're not foreclosing. That's <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. Now, uh, the Gemara the says, but that's not, uh, not only that. Even if the, if firstly, Reuven married Rachel, it would work if he died before Shimon married Leah. Then it kind of makes sense. Because there was at least a window where there was a, uh, a heter to, to Rachel. Mm-hmm. Okay? But if the person, uh, Reuven, married uh, Rachel and he did not die yet, and then the person, Shimon, his brother, married Leah, there was never a moment of allowability, okay? I made up that word, but there was never a moment of allowability, of allowability right? Now, Milo Modi Ula wouldn't Ola himself agree. Shimra Kari Bilel Shmini, if he had a bodily emission, 
in the eve before the morning, so he didn't have a window to bring the carbon. He wouldn't be allowed to go in. There was never a moment where he was fit to bring his carbon. He has to have first been in the morning. He woke up. He says, "Ah, I have a head to, to bring my carbon today." Then the carry hits. So he said, "Forget about it. Don't worry about it." But if there has to have been that he window, the couldn't. opening first. Here, there was never an opening. Ella, so the Gemara says, you're right. Ella, ki yitzrich allah. You want to know why we need to allow? Back to our question. What's the allah doing? Where is it for? Hecha dinasa meis umeis. You're right. That's the, only, that's the only reason. In other words, if it's any of these other scenarios, you would not need a pasuk of allah to tell you that the arva is prohibited because we would have known it anyway. But if the person who, uh, Ruving, married uh, Rachel first. Then he dies. And now, and then Shimon decides to marry Leah, the sister. That's when we need the Pascha of Allah, because you would say, all the history, history, since we're already ignoring the Ishazach, and there was a window of opportunity where he would have been able to do the Yibum. And now he decided to marry Leah. We basically would ignore Leah and just go ahead and marry and, and let him do Yibum to Rachel. Kamash Malan, the Pasuk of Allah, to say, even there, there's no mitzvah yibo. That's the point. Okay. So was this sort of like a subterfuge for him to make sure he didn't get Rachel? <laughs> no. Married Leia right off after the brother. Oh, uh, why did he do it? Is there, uh, questions? Mean, Good questions. We don't know. Names. Now that you're naming, maybe I'm mistaken. We're talking about two brothers with two sisters, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. That's the example. Two brothers with two sisters. That's why I picked Reuben and Shimon and Rachel and Leah. For that reason. Okay. Now, Vibaisema, that's one answer. Vibaisema, there's another answer why we need the Pasuk of Allah. There's something called the Hekesh of Raviona. Okay, Raviona states regarding a different halacha, but it's still. The Pasuk says, Anyone, there's a general statement here that combines all arayas and puts it all in one box. Anyone who does any of these um, forbidden things, they will get cut off. Basically, all the arayas are basically attached at the hip to Eishasach. Now, so if Eishazach is permitted, well, it should be true for all the rest as well. They're all going to become permitted because the hekesh on this thing, you, it's important to understand whenever there's a connection like this, is a rule, Ain Mishivin you're not allowed to anymore ask questions. Hey, wait a second, this is only one, that's two. There's not such thing. They were connected to each other. So if Eishazach falls off, all the other arayas fall off. That's why, that's why we have the Pasuk of Allah to tell you that that's not how it works here. Mm. That, that only Eishazach works that way and not any of the other ones. So let's talk about all the other arayas now. Okay? Now we have a choice. Either we compare it to Eishazach or we compare it to Achos Remember, 
there's only one of these arayos that it says explicitly that we do not allow him to do yibum. That's achosisha. Now, any other erva, bito, all the rest of the, the other 14 women that we mentioned in our Mishnah, you could compare it to Eshazach, or you could compare it to one of the other, to, to, to achosisha. My chaz is that kashtra achosisha, akshinu leishazach. Why did we choose to go the other way? Maybe we should compare it to Eshazach and say they're all allowed. One answer, I'll tell you, is that when you have a choice which way to go, one is going to be a leniency, the other one's going to be a stringency. You can't take the risk. You've got to go with the more stringent side. So the more stringent side is not to do evil. Okay. So we compare it to Achosisha. Or another answer. This is two, and that's two, meaning Achosisha has Eshazach plus Achosisha. Any of the other arayas has, let's say, Bito is Bito, plus uh, Eshazach. It's two Isurim, always, right? So two, this is two, this is two. That's a nice comparison. Two to two. Trey, we trey, Alfino. We can learn two from two. Aval hacha, chad Isurim. Eshazach is just one answer. Vitrei, hacha, chad Isurim, vitrei, mechad, Alfino. Two from one, you're not going to learn. So, if you're going to say which is more similar to, something going to be more similar to Achos Isha, based on the comparisons, and therefore if you have a choice which Hekish to make, we're going to make it to the one that's more similar, and therefore we're going to say all the Arayos, all these 15 Arayos are forbidden to do Yibam to. Yes? So, you mentioned that we usually post him, that we usually, they usually post him, that when we have a stringent and a linear situation, no, and there's two ways problems, to, when there's two ways to go, we take the stringent. We usually test. take the stringent. Yes. But we think cases that the we, we choose the lenient. We think cases in, uh, like in Chavez. Some cases in Chavez, in some aspects, we, I mean, according to the situation, the robot chooses to, to, to no. pose it in a more lenient way. In general, in, first of all, first of all, there's, there's, uh, there's, there's a question, that there, when Rabbi, we're not talking about a psak halach, here we're talking about a hekish. We have, in, in the Torah, saying that they're all compared to each other. Now, the problem is, is that there are some standouts inside, and we don't know which one to compare it to. So when the Torah is telling you which one to compare it to, we don't know which one to compare it to, you can't assume that it's the more lenient one that you should compare it. Okay. Take the stringent stuff. No, what you're talking about is psak, in Psak Halacha, there's many factors that rabbis take into account. What if there's monetary loss? What if there's this issue? What if there's somebody a little bit sick? Those are all factors that they can find the basis for leniency. And then there's, in a combination, there's multiple opinions, and some people are allowed. There's on whom to rely to be lenient. That's what, that, that's what you're thinking of. Yes. It's a different system. That's not, that's not what we're talking about over here. Here we're talking about, in general, when you have two ways to go in the Torah. The Torah is providing that they should be connected to each other, but there's, 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 there's two sides. So I don't know which side to compare it to. We'll assume the stringent stance. Anyway, that's the idea. Now, um, that's the answer so far. That's the answer. Comes along Rava and says, you know what? <coughs> forget this whole, que- this whole question. Okay? Well, forget the whole question. Rava Amar you know what? You're absolutely right. Erva, the erva itself, Gufa, the erva alone, Lotsri Chakra. Finished. 
We never really needed the Pasuk for Arayos. That's not true. That we knew Arayos, that obviously a person cannot do Yibam to his daughter. We always knew that. What's the purpose of the Pasuk? He is the Meser Tzara. Okay. It's just for the co- for the co-wife, because the co-wife I never would have extended the prohibition to. I understand I don't have Yibam to my daughter if my brother marries my daughter. But the co-wife is not my daughter. I could do Yibam to my co to his co-wife to the co-wife of my daughter. Who cares? That's what I need the Pasuk for. You understand? With the, the Erva, we anyway knew Asay should not, of course not be Docha Lotzishbokaris. That's what Rav is suggesting here. So the Gemara says, really? My brother married my daughter? Yeah, that's legal. It's his niece. Younger brother. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What? No. Yeah, you want to know something? I think um, we just had a bar mitzvah this week. Kasil's father married his niece. Really? Yeah, legit. Kasil Friedman, who yeah. made a bar yeah, mitzvah yeah, for his son. Yeah. yeah. Well, there goes Shadokham. In the Megillah, Mordechai married Esther. Exactly, there you go. You, you don't have to look that far. Yeah. Okay. okay, back to our story. That's not disparaging. Um, the verses seem to say that we do need a Pasuk forever. V'hatanya, didn't the verse say, Enli Elihi, Mishum Tzarasa. Uh, so the word says, Enli Elihi, we only know the erva. When we said, how do you know Tzara? Oh, so the Gemara says, Mishum Tzarasa, in order to bring out the idea that the Tzara is also Asr, that's why we said Enli Elihi. But that's not the possible that's telling me that she's prohibited. Avakdani Enli Elihain, it says them. We only know them. How do you know the Tzara is Tzara? Mishum Tzarasa, Really, again, it's only the tzara and the tzara of the tzara that we need psukim for. We always know that arayas are anyway outside of the outside the possibility of mitzvah tzibul. End of story. Okay. Now the Gemara is saying Tashma. What? Not yet. No. Tashma, come in here. Proof. Uh, uh, proof. We have another drash here. Rabbi Omer. Rabbi says v'lakach, v'lakcha, v'yibem, v'yibema. So in other words, it could have just said v'lakach, it said v'lakcha. It could have said v'yibem, and it says v'yibma. Uh-huh. Right? Why does it say it that way? Not nekeva, but to her. It's like more specific. Okay? Less or tsaros v'arayos. This, but this accomplishes is to tell you that tsaros and arayos are both prohibited. So what do you see? Uh, we need a pasuk to tell you arayos are prohibited. Not like what Rav is suggesting. So Mar says, no, less or tsaros shall arise. It's to tell you that the co-wives of the Arayas are prohibited. But what do you mean? He's bringing it from two parts of the Pasuk. The word V'lakach, it has an extra hey, and the word V'yibim uh, has an extra hey. V'yibma. So the answer is, my love, chal erva v'chal is in one of the Pesukim going on telling you that the erva, there's no yibum, and the other one for the co-wives. So the says, lo, they're both going on at tzara. So what to tell you that it's the co-wife in a scenario of Yibum is prohibited. And the other one is to tell you that a co-wife not in a situation of mitzvah is permitted. What is that talking about? That's like, let's say, um, let's say somebody marries, uh, a man marries a man's daughter. So 
it's his son-in-law, and he has another wife, and then he dies. Can the father of his daughter marry the co-wife? Absolutely. It's not B'makam Mitzvah. The whole Easter to the co-wife is only B'makam Mitzvah. Okay? But not Shalom B'makam Mitzvah. That's the idea. So, my timer, V'yibimah, the extra hey of V'yibimah, B'makam Yibum Hudas Yeratzara. Only in a circumstance of Yibum is the co-wife prohibited. Shalom B'makam Yibum. If there's no Yibum, Shayatzara, then the co-wife will be permitted. There you go. Now, I'm Ravashi. Ravashi says, you know what? Masnisa nami deka mishta is in, indicates this as well. Tiktani chamishes nashim potros tsarosin. This whole thing of Rava makes a lot of sense because we never needed the pasuk for the erva. But the chiddush is these fifteen women poter the tsara. That's the whole idea of the mishnah is to tell you that it doesn't stay by them the iser. It extends to the co-wife. Filu pituros potros that they are poter and also release the, the tzara from the, from the mitzvah of Yibum. Loktani, we never had to mention that they themselves don't have Yibum. That's understood. <coughs> so it fits in. Shema Minan. It works perfectly. Now, the question is, why don't we need a Pasuk for Erva? Because I does not override a Lot Shouldn't we not need a pasuk for the co-wife either? Because a pasuk mitzvah, um, we shouldn't need the aleha of the pasuk to tell you that I say is not Because doesn't the pasuk say litzror, which sounds like that uh, um, you can't marry the chosisha or the tsarasa. So the pasuk is referring. It's, so that's the same thing. So I'm related to Acha. Barbibi, Mar, the Ravina, Hachin Kamrish made the Rava. This is what they say in the name of Rava. Tzara Namilos Guess what? The Pasuk already from Achosisha tells you that the Tzara is also Asr in the case of Yibam. So we don't need that either. Okay? Kiyis Rechra, but the purpose of the Pasuk is the Mishri Tzara Shalom Mitzvah. Is to tell you that when it's not in the scenario of Mitzvah, the co wife is allowed. That's what it's for. My time, Amakra Alel, because Apostle Ain Achos Isha says the word Alel, meaning in Yibum circumstances, Huda Sira, that's when the co wife is prohibited. But if it's not a Yibum circumstance, remember, Alel was a throwback to the word Yivama Yavo Alel. So we know that it's talking about a Yibum circumstance. So if your sister in law, or basically your, right, your wife's uh, sister is falling to you to Yibum, that's in a Yibum circumstance, then it prohibits even the co-wife. And if it's not in a circumstance of Yibum, so then there is no Ishtar of, of the co-wife. So that's the story, right? In other words, let's say a stranger marries, uh, marries my sister-in-law, okay, and he has another wife and he dies, so I can marry the co-wife. That's not, that's not, a, that's not a problem, Okay. Um, so Amrle Rambi, okay, so that's the bottom line. Now Amrle Rambi Bar Chama the Rava. So Rambi Bar Chama says to Rava, okay, Ema, maybe, I mean, how do you know how to learn the Pasuk? You could really read it another way. Ema, Erva Gufe, Shalobu Makam Mitzvah Tishtari. I mean, once we already are reading into the text that the, uh, this Erva of Achos Isha is referring to a Yibum circumstance, so maybe it's only usher to you in a Yibum circumstance. The whole erva of Achosisha is limited to a case of Yibum. 
Okay, even if there's no mitzvah of Yibum, then there's no problem to marry your wife's sister. So Gemara says, what do you mean? If anything, it's all the more so. When I have an obligation to do Yibum, Asira, the Achosish is prohibited. When there's no mitzvah, it's going to be better? That's illogical. So he said, uh, what about the co-wife? Look at the co-wife. To bimaka mitzvah, where there's a mitzvah, in a scenario of yibum asira, the co-wife becomes prohibited. Shalom mitzvah, shari, then she's then she's allowed. What's going on? Okay, so it's uh, you know you're, you're worried about the logic. Well, the logic by co-wife is completely backwards. What? So so if there's no yibum situation, there's no what? No yibum situation. Yeah. Can a man marry his wife's sister's, sister's co-wife? Sister's co-wife? Yes, that's what I just said. Okay. So if there's a Hebrew situation, then it's a Then it becomes prohibited. So since that's the case by co-wife, so maybe we're questioning, maybe the whole erfa is only existing in a circumstance of Hebrew. That's what we're saying. Because we threw in the word connecting it to Hebrew. So maybe that's the limit in the whole achosisha. Mm-hmm. So, I'm so he gave an answer. Allah you the Pasuk is saying, Bechayeha. Pasuk says, extra word, in her lifetime. No matter what, as long as the sister's alive, that is a problem. It does even, even, not in a Makkah mitzvah. So the Gemara says, but we use that Bechayeha. Because the Isra to marry your sister in law, is only while your wife is alive. Okay? After the wife passes, then the sister-in-law is permitted again. Okay? It's permitted to you. So the Gemara says, that we already know. It sounds like when, the, when they're both alive. <laughs> Taking your wife and her sister. It sounds like when they're both alive. We know it already from there. So the Gemara says, that's not, that's not sufficient. I might have thought, if it was, that was my only pasuk, I might have thought that I would be allowed to marry Rachel, mm-hmm. divorce, and then marry Leah. And that's not true. It's only, because means I can't have both wives at the same, both sisters at the same time. But if I divorce one, then I can marry the other. But not, and that's alive. not true. But she's still alive. That's what we need, the Tamalover B'chayel, to tell you, Kol She'b'chayel. Point being is, we you, Ta'afal Gavdin Iskarsha, lo, even if she's divorced, but she's alive, I cannot marry the sister. That's the bottom line. Now, so we're, um, um, so, so the question is, we're we using the Bechaya, and the question now is, is that maybe the whole, this question actually still here, maybe the whole Isra Vachosisha is limited to a Yibam circumstance. So Gemara says, Allah, Amar of Bar Tachlifa, Mishmed Rava, a different answer. Trey Kroy Ksivi. There's two psukim here. Ksivi Ishala Chosalosikach Litzror. A woman and her sister, you cannot take to be co wives. Okay? Oksiv Legalos Ervasa. Ervasa is singular. Okay? Ervasa. Her. One's talking about two, and one's talking about mm-hmm. one. So, okay, so how can it be sometimes the Isser is to two people and sometimes it's just the one? What's going on over here? Mm-hmm. When there's a mitzvah, then they're both going to be prohibited, meaning 
the sister-in-law and the co-wife is going to be prohibited. Shalobah Maka Mitzvah, not in a mitzvah circumstance, Yasura, then she will be prohibited, but the co-wife is permitted. So in other words, if my sister-in-law married my brother, so then, and he dies without children, so then not only can't I marry my sister-in-law, but I can't marry his, uh, or the co-wife either. And if my sister-in-law married a stranger, and then there's a co-wife, then I can, I just can't, I just can't marry my sister-in-law, but I could marry the co-wife of my sister-in-law, should, you know, my, that, my brother-in-law pass. Okay? And obviously the co-wife is because of the relationship to the sister-in-law and the bond of the Yibum, but without it, she's just some other woman. Right, exactly, that's right. Okay. So it's it's okay. So anyway, if it's so so the Gemara is saying that's okay. I understand. We have we have one pasuk that's talking about a litzror that there's two isurim. There's another pasuk that's saying that it's only one iser, and in one case it's permitted, one case it's prohibited. So the Gemara says that's interesting. But maybe it's the other way around. Well, we say in Yiddish, maybe it's opposite. Yeah. Meaning, mitzvah, and you know, it kind of makes more sense the other way around. When there's a mitzvah involved, then we want you to do the mitzvah. So he has surah, then your sister-in-law is prohibited. But the co-wife, why not do the mitzvah, But if there's no mitzvah involved, then they'll both be prohibited. Not only your sister-in-law, but your sister-in-law's co-wife is also prohibited to you. Maybe that's what the basis you, you, you say uh, Ibuk. We're just saying, well, because all we know is that there's one place that says two ladies are prohibited, and the other part of the Pasuk says one lady. one lady. That's so I don't know which way. You're plugging it in okay. that the one, two ladies is when there's a mitzvah, okay. and the okay. one lady is so when there's no mitzvah. Maybe it's the opposite. Maybe the one lady is when there's a mitzvah. That, okay. So this so you way, back, uh, this way stay, you can do the mitzvah. That kind of makes sense. That's right. Okay. Right. And this one okay. is when there's no mitzvah. So why not? Not only is she prohibited, the, sister, okay. the, the wife of the sister, the other co-wife is also prohibited. That's the question. Okay. So the... Um, so in Cain, if that was the Pasuk, if that was the whole thing, lo yomar alah, then you know what? That would be without, you don't need Allah, you don't need to mention Yibam at all. Don't throw in the word that connects it to Yibam. And that's how we would naturally assume, right? We would have said that the Isra of Achos Isha um, is uh, in the case of Yibam, you should go ahead and do it um, to the other, to the co wife. And uh, the other one, I would say not. But why are we throwing in Yibam to tell you this way? Okay. Now, Amr of Ashler of Ghana, Mimai the High Alali Surah. Who told you that Allah is saying that it's prohibited? Maybe the Allah is saying that it's permitted. Don't take the your sister-in-law as a wife, your wife's co-wife. sister as a as a co-wife to be the co-wife for her, right? Not only the co-wife, not only the the the, the sister of your wife, but even the co-wife of the sister of your wife you can't take. That's only when it's not in the case of Yibom. When it is a case of Yibom, then they're, then they're, then they're both going to be permitted. In Cain, if that was the case, then you're basically saying that sometimes only one is prohibited. 
There is never, where are you going to find it? Even Maka Mitzvah, if there's a Mitzvah, Shteyam Ataris. Maka Mitzvah, It's going to be, it's a package deal. We're saying that the whole Isser is only in a case where there's no Yibum. When there is a case of Yibum, then there's no Isser of Achos Yish altogether. So then, then there's never a case of one being prohibited. So therefore, once that can't be, so that's why we come to the conclusion that when is only one usher, when it's not a mitzvah, a yibum circumstance, when it is a mitzvah, yibum circumstance, so then there, then, then both are usher. And that's the story. All right. I'm not wearing my watch. Okay. We're good. We're good. Okay. Gufa. Rabbi Omer, Rabbi says, okay, at the end, by the way, of the Asin Dochelose, sort of, uh, we're just bringing now this drasha of Rebbe because it's interesting. Rebbe has a different drasha for the whole thing, not learned from Achos Isha and the word Aleha, etc. He has his own pasuk. It says, to prohibit both the co-wives of the Arayos and the Arayos. Where do you see co-wives anywhere in the pasuk? How do you get to the fact that the co-wife is prohibited? The ode, and furthermore, Tsaras Militzrinafka. What's wrong with the drasha of that we're familiar with of Litzrar that's used that we find by Chos Isha? So we're gonna deal one at a time. Litzrar Mapikle Lirabi Lichtribshim. First of all, he uses the Pasuk of Litzrar um, for Rib Shimon's Drasha. Okay? Rashi uh, Rashi it tells us what Rib Shimon's Drasha is, the Gemara. Uh, the Gemara does not. This is coming up later on. It's talking about three brothers. Two are married to sisters, or are two are married to a mother-daughter, okay? And then they both fall at the same time, right? They, they were in an accident, and now I, I, I can't really do yibum to any of them. You know what I'm saying? It's a package. I, I, because because if I marry one, then the other one's the sister. Uh, the right. sister. Uh, uh, so the that's mother. the circumstance that we're talking about. And Rabbi Shimon says when they're going to come, in, there's no mitzvahs. The chacham say you do chalitza because they're not really married to either one of them. You have to do chalitza to both. And um, and uh, basically, and, and but Rabbi Shimon says no. When it's going to come into a combination of where I'm going to be connected to the two sisters. Then there's no yibum at all. That's what he says. Okay, but point being is litzrar is taken. It's tafus. It's used. Tzara, hech uh, If you want to know where where is tzara being discussed in the pasuk, it is how you read it. Imkain lemakra velakach. Could have just said velakach. He took my velakra. Take her. What do you mean? That means there's somebody else to take, and we're not mm-hmm. taking another person. You're taking this one. One of two, right? Kalechadi katrei likuchin. When there's two possibilities, who to take? The of high, the of high. I have an option of any of these co-wives to choose to do yibum to Sharia, then it's allowed. Vilo, and if not, meaning if I don't have a choice, why don't I have a choice? Because one of them is an error to me. Then Tavayosin, then they're both prohibited. Vilakha means I choose her, which means that I have an option of one or the other. And I chose one, then everything's fine. But if I don't have both options, then I have no options. That's basically how Re- how Rebbe is looking, learning it. V'yibuma, what is V'yibuma saying? B'makum yibum hu Only in the yibum circumstance does the co-wife get the prohibition. Shalom yibum, but not in the yibum circumstance. Sharia tzara, then the co-wife remains permitted. Like we said, somebody, some stranger marries the, the man's daughter, 
and he has another wife, that stranger dies, there's nothing holding back the father from marrying his the co-wife of his daughter. Not a problem. Okay. For Abonon, what are the Abonon who learn it from Achosisha? What do deal with this pasuk of Rabbi? Hai velacha mai avelei. They use it like Rabbi Yosef Rechnina learns. That he can even divorce her and remarry her. Meaning, it's a full-fledged marriage. Once he does Yibam, the Isra'i Shazach has disappeared completely and he, she's treated completely like a wife. We don't, and if he wants to okay. divorce her, then... He can remarry her because there's, there's, it's not like it's like okay. Isser falls off. That's what you learn from the word Velakha. Now, Viyibma, what is that doing? Al Karcha, it's to teach you that the Yibum itself can be done even without asking the woman permission. It's still an effective Yibum. In other words, if the man just took her against her will and did the Yibum, it's a done deal. It does work, even though she never said, I agree. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Now, um, the Rebbe to Rabbi Yosef Rebchanin, where is Rebbe no Rabbi Yosef Rebchanin? Is Drasha? Because he says, So Isha means like a wife. Okay? And Al Karcha, Mi Yivama Yava Oleha Nafka. He learns it from there. Anyway, that's where we're stopping. This is the next, there's one more thing. What is uh, with Rebbe? But bottom line is, uh, we're already done with the Asi Dachlose. Okay.